0: Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash
1: sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 72 of Inbound Sales Journey. Now, last week in episode 71, uh, we chatted a lot about transitioning to Inbound. I touched on HubSpot a little bit there. Uh, We're going to go a little bit deeper into, and I'm going to be talking with Gray about his experience uh, with transitioning GuavaBox to being a HubSpot partner and how that went. What he knows has been changed now. And if you guys are considering should I be a HubSpot partner, hopefully we'll have uh, a little bit of clarity for you at the end of this episode. So, Gray, with that all in mind and me kind of laying out, I know you have some notes for this one, but why don't you share with everyone our transition and that we went through and then talking, if someone came to you and said, look, this is where I'm at. Should I be a HubSpot partner? What are the, the questions you would ask to try to figure out if HubSpot specifically is right for them and uh, and what your advice may be?
2: Hi, hi, Captain. Let's dive right into it. So our transition uh, went for about a year, well, actually just about a year, um, struggling through doing web design projects and all kinds of other one-off stuff. Really wanted to tie things together and work with lar- like work with less clients but do more work for each client so that we could see more of the ROI and improve more value in those client uh, accounts. I think it just became real uh, obvious and transparent to us that the more that we do for people, the better the results are. And we just aren't touching enough things right now to really, really prove the results of what we're doing and be able to see kind of the full, the full circle of our efforts. So... Summer of 2012, uh, we really started digging into and evaluating the HubSpot partner program. Signed up, um, got our own portal. Obviously, went through a bunch of the training, implemented a HubSpot for ourselves, and really went hardcore into uh, executing inbound for ourselves. Um, really, really solid experience. Took us quite a while to uh, to land our first customer. We were trying to sell and trying to sell these big 12 month engagements right out of the box. I think we probably blew our first five or six leads, finally signed a customer, uh, went through a bunch of growing pains. We talked about a bunch of that stuff, but overall very happy with that decision. There were a lot of resources together. The partner program has evolved, but we've also learned a lot for ourselves. So should you become a HubSpot partner? What are the questions you should ask? Definitely look at who you are, your goals, your team, the way that you're structured. Um, we talked about that a little bit last time. The types of clients who you want to work with, the types of work that you want to do. I think it's uh I think that the type of person you are is probably a big deal here as well. Like would you rather follow a somewhat proven model? I'm not sure that HubSpot, it's not like the most proven model of all time, but in terms of this space, marketing automation platforms, I think they have by far one of the very best partner programs, definitely that we've ever been a part of. And I've heard that same feedback from a lot of people and the amount of training that they have available and the resources they give their partners. Obviously, it's not it's not inexpensive. Um, It's relatively expensive software for most SMBs. Um, But there's a ton of resources available and they're kind of giving you a system to run with. If that kind of structure is helpful for you, um, which I think for for most people that is really helpful, that's a big pro to it. If you're really dead set on uh, being the kind of person who wants to invent every little thing and uh, doesn't like that kind of structure in that system, and you also want the very best tools for everything, and um, you know there's going to be a lot of different things that you're going to want to hammer together and try and find a way to make work together, and it, it may be worth considering something else. Um, I think I think if you're really all in on inbound, it would be it's hard to find a better platform out there for executing your your uh, about marketing, especially if you're in the SMB space. So I'm gonna I'll I'll, I'll drop things off right there, Ryan. Any follow up questions on that or anything else that you want to hit on here?
1: No, I think um, I actually kind of covered in last week's episode a little bit my feelings on HubSpot specifically and when you should. Uh, should jump in there you know it really does come down to your clients where their budgets at doesn't make sense for HubSpot specifically um, and and you know I shared a lesson last week um, but just in case people were just tuning in for this week we what we learned big picture was the low budget clients that we were um, doing other options other than HubSpot for sucked up more time than the the, the bigger budget clients that were using HubSpot. So I would say, uh, think with that in mind, if we were to do it all over again, or if I was to encourage someone else, you know, make sure that the people you're going after are worth going after. And if they can't afford HubSpot, which, you know, I think is, is the best at what it does as a marketing automation platform. Um, you know, maybe consider a a different niche or a, a client that can, because, you know, when it just comes to time spent and the returns that you get, uh, HubSpot's been great for us. And it really allowed us to, to grow a scalable agency. So those would be my, my closing thoughts um, on, on this one. Cool. Well, let's wrap up right there because I feel like
2: a lot of the other places we could go with this, Ryan, are really general when really more specific questions are probably more helpful. If you guys have specific questions, don't hesitate to uh, definitely leave a comment on the post here in the show notes doingbound.com slash sales journey if you're not comfortable putting something out there publicly shoot us an email it's just ryan at doingbound.com or gray at doingbound.com and we'd be happy to um, try and help you out with that decision point you in the right direction or point you in a direction hopefully it'll be the right one that, that'll that be your gamble if you choose to uh, choose to email us we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up right there next week In episode number 74, we'll be talking about um, the importance of local networking events and conferences uh, for the purpose of prospecting. And a little bit from our experience there, what we've heard from other folks. um, So definitely tune in for that one. If you guys have anything else you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate to let us know. And until next week, have a great week. Keep moving forward.
0: Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash journey. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey.